Hello and welcome to another episode of Observe and Report. I am one of your hosts, Jason Simmons. Sitting across from me, as always, Jack Smith. Hello. And this is the show where we see things and we tell you how we feel about them. It's Observe and Report. It's been a second, but we're back. All right. And it's, we're recording this later than usual on a school night. On a school we're night. We're both very tired. I returned clothes after work to the wrong store. <laughs> and they looked at me like, and there was like, the woman opened the bag and she had a weird look on her face. And inside I was like, what's this bitch giving me attitude for? And then she was like, we can't take these. And I was like, uh, why not? She's like, because it's the wrong store. And I was like, oh, Cool, cool, cool. It'd be amazing if they did take them. Yes, we will take them. <laughs> <laughs> you fool. You've given us more power than you've ever realized. <laughs> if only. That's right. I was able to exchange at the real store for 10 pairs of underwear. <laughs> it was a good deal. You're set for life. Yeah. Let's get the jackpot. I'm retiring. <laughs> um... I think you watched more than I did, so why don't you begin, Watched sir? a bit. I've been in three states in one day. And I want to get things started real hot and heavy with Bad Boys for Life. Tell me all about it. Um, Bad Boys for Life, the third installment of the Bad Boys franchise. Um, I enjoyed this film. Mm-hmm. It was not directed by Michael Bay. It was directed by two uh, very devout students of Bayhem. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, what are their names? What are their names? Um, bu- 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 I have them right here. Ah, uh, yes, uh, Adil El Aribi and uh, Bidal Fala. Okay. Um, they really managed to capture uh, Michael Bay's crazy ass visual style. Nice. Where nice. even if someone is sitting in a chair, a camera has to be moving around them. Like <laughs> constant motion. Is, we never stop. <laughs> constant motion, constant color is the language of Michael Bay, and they speak it really well. Um. You know, uh, Martin and Will are fun. They're doing their thing. They're like jamming off each other in a really good way. Like they're having great chemistry as usual. Um, it, it adds a couple new young folks to the mix, um, like Vanessa Hudgens, uh, Paula Nunez. Um, it's just the people that they added this movie. You can just like see on like you know Vanessa Hudgens' face that she's having so much goddamn fun. Nice. Like she's there, like Will Smith, like shooting guns. It's like obvious. Like the cameras are on me. I don't care. I'm smiling. Like she's just having such a good time. Everyone's having such a good time in this movie. Um, not to give anything away because there is like a weird big twist in this movie, but um, it feels like overall Will Smith is trying to work out his own feelings on uh, fatherhood. Yeah. And uh, getting older, but mm-hmm. like in a healthy way. Okay. Like you know, at the at the end of things, he seems to to be accepting of his state in life. Um, and there's a lot of sim- weird similarities between like this and Gemini Man. Um, oh. as far as like certain plot points, where it was like. How do you not know this? <laughs> um, where you have to ask the character, how How do you not? All right, whatever, sure, it's fine, I guess. Um, but they both share a major plot point um, to not to spoil the second one. But if you've seen Gemini, Gemini Man, you can probably figure it out. Um, okay, so spoiler alert, turn this off if you haven't seen Bad Boys. If you haven't seen Bad Boys, tell me life. the twist now. Um, skip forward 30 seconds. Um, yeah, he has a secret son. um he has a son he didn't know about um and that happened in gemini man also oh yeah also like the kid like the he is his clone that he doesn't know about like tries to kill him in a very similar fashion (laughs) involving motorcycles (laughs) like it's kind of ridiculous like how these two things are so parallel Mm. um but 
whatever. Um, <laughs> and the secret son is like much better at Will Smith than at fighting and, and driving and shooting. And it's like, well, yeah, he's like 25 years younger than you. Why wouldn't he be? Yeah. Um, he can get up out of a chair without being like, ooh. <laughs> Uh, there are a couple of fun jokes, you know, poked at age, you know, like dying of beards and whatnot. Um, Joe Pantoliano gives like a really good performance in this. Um, and yeah, they do shock you with a couple moments in this movie where it's just like, oh my God, like, I can't believe this beloved character X is like going through this or like they shot that person. No way. Like, it's just very fun. They bring a lot of people back from my previous films. Um, and yeah, they have a good time. And you as an audience member has a good time seeing this. Even if you haven't seen previous Bad Boys films, you can watch, you can walk into this one fresh and enjoy it. So yeah, that was, that was, a, that was a fun thing I saw in theaters. Um, I was going to really just for support, see it with a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> were they going through a rough time? Did they, were they afraid to see Will Smith She didn't want to have to see it by herself. Totally fair. Um, and so I was like, well, I'm guessing there's a lot of bone crunching and stuff. And so I looked up IMDb and one of the like parental guide things about violence and gore just says lots of blood, violence in nearly every scene. Yeah. It's like, oh, I guess I can't really see this. And then I looked up another, I Googled, is there bone breaking in Bad Boys for Life? And a review popped up. And like the literally the first sentence was among all the noises that you'll hear in Bad Boys for Life, bone breaking, blah 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 blah. And I was just like, oh yeah, I can't see that. <laughs> Thank you, kind reviewer, for pointing that out for me. As someone that tries to take into account uh, bone breaking when it happens on screen in mm. films, uh, this is it is very minimal when it does happen it doesn't happen that often mm. people get shot a lot but it's not gory there's one deal, scene of gore i can deal with a lot of gore i can mm. deal with people getting shot it's just the bone breaking there's like i would say virtually none um okay. as i'm acutely aware of it given okay. your condition <laughs> it's an illness yeah okay fine i'm self-diagnosed <laughs> Um, there's another movie that I'll talk about later that oof, you cannot see this movie. I know. I'm pretty sure I saw it. <laughs> Let's talk about it now. Was it Birds of Prey? It was Birds of Prey. Yeah, Jason. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry you had to go through that. A guy gets his knees jumped on and broken, mm-hmm. and then they flash back to it again. Yep. And that's just like, fuck me. Yep. One there's... guy gets his leg broken one way, and then the other way. It's, yes. it's real bad. It's as soon as that man put his legs up on the table, I was like, (laughs) oh, I'm fucked. The hairs in the back of your neck stood up. Yeah, because she was up on a table and he was sitting down. I was like, oh, she's going to jump and break his fucking legs. Mm -hmm. And then he did. Yeah. Or she did. A lot of breaking of limbs in that movie. Oh, man. Um, I had fun with it overall. Yeah. Um, I just thought that it was maybe it was my screening. It was so dark, like visually, like. It just felt oh. like everything was just very dim and like not well lit. Um, and it just was a shame. It was like, look, these sets look cool. These costumes look cool. Maybe it was just the projection in my theater. Mm. Um, but I was like, this looks so dim. Like, just like liven it up a bit more. I don't know. I did not notice it, but I'm not sure that I would have anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there were a lot of nighttime scenes, but it looked okay to me. So I'm not sure if maybe it was your theater or not. But probably. I'm going to assume that it was. I'm going to take it on me and that it was my theater. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, Margot Robbie is a 
really fun actress to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she is. She's so vivacious. In yeah. This. Um, she really brings the energy, and I think people match it, and it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed you, you and McGregor as a bad guy. I, yes, I did enjoy him as a bad guy. Like, I just wish he just let him use his cool Scottish accent. Yeah, why not? It's just, it's fine. It's, it doesn't matter. We, that's why we got him. All right. Yeah. Um, and he seemed like he was having a really good time. Yes. Um, I was excited because there's an Asian girl who's one of the main characters mm-hmm. who was fun, and uh, uh, Ella J. Basco. Sure, that's a cool name. Uh, she is Rufio's uh, niece. What? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Dante Bosco. That is uh, his <gasps> niece. Like, dude, Rufio's real name is Dante Bosco? Yeah. So he went from one cool name <laughs> to an even better, cooler name? <gasps> that's amazing. Yeah. He's a pretty cool guy. And he has maintained his youthful appearance. Of course he has. He's Asian. <laughs> Jason, if I ever have a son, his name's going to be Dante Bosco. <laughs> That's the greatest. Um, and I got weirdly emotional when towards the end, they're all fighting to protect this girl. And I, at one point, they kind of like all kind of line up together and checking in on each other. Mm-hmm. And making sure that the girl's okay. And I started to tear up because it was just really nice. <laughs> I am happy that you teared up at that, all right? Like, it is one of my favorite things is people just be fucking nice to each other it was, in cinema. It was a bunch of psychopaths being nice. Mm-hmm. And, like, being, uh, you know, in their own way, kind of motherly. Yeah. Making sure that this girl's okay. And... It was a really lovely moment. I loved all of them like acting off of each other. Like mm. they, they as an ensemble, they were really good. Yeah. Um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead was really funny. I love that she was this awkward but very cool. Yeah. Uh, assassin. Yeah. Rosie Perez. I love seeing her angry and like in a fight scene. Who? Uh, Rosie Perez. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I haven't seen her in a fight scene since like Pineapple Express, but mm. it's always just like this little ball of rage and so much fun to see. Um. And Ali Wong was in this movie. I kind of forgot that she was like there. I know, right? Like it seemed like it was almost a cameo at first, yeah, but like yeah. she's like in the she DA. Pops up a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, Journey Smollett, who plays Black Canary, she's was awesome. a lot of fun too. I loved that mid-fight. Um, I knew this is something that you would definitely love and like the see. Skates. The, oh, the hair tie. The hair tie. Jason, <laughs> I think I had a little cheer in my seat. <laughs> like, yes, she does need a hair tie. Thank you. Thank you very much, like, Marco. As soon as I saw that, like, I know one person who probably <laughs> stood up and applauded this scene. Why wasn't this nominated for an Oscar? This Best makeup this scene. Best costume design for hair ties. Oh, Jason, it filled me with joy so much. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, she did need it. Understandably, she she did. Yeah. <laughs> like, tactically, this is a... a, a, a anti what you need to do Mm -hmm. all right you need a hair tie so you can see what's happening in the battlefield yep oh Um, goodness it's uh yeah it was fun i um i enjoyed it 
it's a, it's a really big year for um for w- women led superhero movies. Mm. Like it's gonna be this Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman looks really freaking fun. Um, I'm so excited. I to am see it. stoked for that movie. I love the colors in the trailer. It like looks her so suit great. looks so bright and yes. fun. Like fuck yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. I love I love her and Chris Pine in these movies. Mm. Um, and I love that he's like the fish out of water. Yes. He doesn't know what anything is, and she gets to show him around. Like mm. I cannot wait to see that. In that trailer when they're walking out, and she's like, "It's all art," and then he stops to stare, trying to be deep and looking at the garbage can mm-hmm. and she's just like no that's just the garbage can he's like oh right mm-hmm. <laughs> i love that interaction yeah, it was great like i love that she gets to lead him around this yeah. time and i'm so excited to see that i love that kristen wiggs in it like she's gonna be yes. like i've wanted to see this antagonist like portrayed in something on screen for years like yes perfect what is, person what is her name she's gonna be the cheetah um cool and Meow. i don't know how they're gonna do it mm. but in the comics she don't is, tell me i was gonna tell you nothing nope. yeah <laughs> um, but yeah, it's I'm very excited to see that. And yeah, man, she's like lassoing lightning. It looks cool. It, like the whole thing looks great. Um, and also uh, the Black Widow movie. Um, yeah, as well. So it's a big year. I for... mean, that's like a hell of a cast. Mm-hmm. David Harbor, yep. Florence Pugh, Angela Oscar nominated Florence yeah. Pugh, Oscar nominated Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Rachel Weisz also an Oscar nominee, mm-hmm. I believe. Like. An amazing cast. It's going to be... I'm excited for this. I'm excited for the villain that they have for it. I'm glad it takes place prior to Mm. the events of any of the Avengers movies. Like... I'm glad... I think it will end up working out better as a movie, maybe, than a TV series. Oh, for sure. I wouldn't want to see... I mean, I could watch it as a TV series, but I'm excited to see it as a movie, for sure. Same. Um... Yeah, I'm very excited. A lot of things coming out this year that yeah. I can't wait for. A lot of, like, I really hope they all do well. Like, I, I know the first week in the Birds of Prey, it was like, people were like, I didn't do that well. Like, shut up. Um, <laughs> like, it's going to be fine. Like, yeah. nothing else is coming out that's like it right now. Mm. I think it'll be fine overall. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, what else you got what else do i have um a little movie that i saw on hulu mm. that i just like wound up just catching and enjoying uh, a movie called Changeland, um directed by seth green um oh. directed by seth green featuring um uh, brenda song uh macaulay culkin oh uh brecken meyer and the wrestler randy orton that is a hell of a cast he basically got his friends together to just make a movie in thailand on vacation um and, like, you would think, like, it's going to be crazy, fun, wild, wacky adventures. It's not. It's very subdued. And mm. it feels like uh, eat, pray, love for white dudes in their 40s. <laughs> 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 like, it is, uh, it's just about a guy that, like, came home, discovered his wife was having an affair. Mm. They were supposed to go on a vacation, like, literally, like, you know, the next day. He decided to just leave without telling her. Who's the his main own. character? Uh, Seth Green's the main character. Oh. Uh, Breckenmeyer, he invites, like, on a whim, like, who's, like, a very good oh, friend of his. Oh, Breckenmeyer. And I always like, thought he was so cute. He's a handsome, he grew into a handsome man. I loved him. Like, him and Seth Green are best friends in real life, so that's nice. Oh, it's two cute little short guys. They're two tiny guys Aww, on vacation. he's all plugging them in your little pocket and got a little <laughs> vacation. Aww, they're so cute. I don't know if they're real words what you just said, you but I put them in your pocket, go on a vacation. Oh, <laughs> little babies, so cute. But um, it's good because it's not like you know, hey, we're gonna have a fun, crazy time. It's like they're really examining their own relationship as friends. Where it's oh, like, that's nice. hey, like 
he says green things like oh i'm your best friend he's like are you my best friend like you know you didn't show up to this you didn't show up to that i've been here for you for all these things that really happens a lot as we get older yeah and like he's not like mad at him for it he's just like well you know these are are the facts yeah um and like you know he's kind of like well i'm gonna go back and fight for my wife like what are you fighting for Mm. like he's really making him question like you know his intentions and what he's doing i think i may have seen a trailer for this a while ago maybe yeah like just like one time because i was like oh because I remember seeing, yeah, that he caught, catches his wife cheating and then he goes with Breckenmeyer mm-hmm. somewhere, but I didn't remember the rest of it. And his wife is, uh, is voiced by someone famous, but I, I kind of forgot who it was. Hmm. Um, and yeah, it, it's it's a fun movie. Macaulay Culkin is like, has a, some fun in it. it. Like, I haven't seen him as an adult act in anything in a yeah. very long time. So it was, it was fun to see him, too. It was just like this uh, boat captain. Uh, like a, for like a party boat, like taking them from island to island or in whatever. In Thailand? In Thailand. That all sounds like his life. It sounds like real life for him. Yep. <laughs> like a lot of opium and just <laughs> taking people around in boats. That's what Macaulay's up to. Like if he met him and was like, oh, I run an opium den in like uh, Thailand. He'd be like, oh, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> Child star, that makes sense. Sounds about what you're, you invested your money well, cool. And that's interesting because it's also for, I mean, maybe Breckenmeyer wasn't a child, but like for kind of young yeah, yeah, child-esque yeah stars yeah brenda song also like yeah she was in the disney system for yeah sure. all kind of coming up like it's very interesting well who does she play she plays like a, a tour guide um when they does go to somebody fall a little bit for her um One of my little baby at boys. first but when they meet up with her later he pokes his little head <laughs> out of his little pocket he goes oh i want to see your version of this movie very badly <laughs> <laughs> it's a very different movie than what you saw <laughs> It's me with a backpack and two big, like a big coat with two big pockets and them just poking their head, little heads out. Be like, ooh. There are two men in a trench coat trying to be one man. <laughs> um, uh, her role, she plays like a tour guide um, okay. and she's sense. putting on this very heavy like Thai accent. Oh. But then they meet her later, like, you know, at like a more party city. It's like, wait, where'd she's your to- accent go? She's totally normal. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> I put that on because people like to hear that at the resort. I don't know how to tell you, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, they they definitely subvert that like, awesome. very heavily yeah, yeah, um yeah. and yeah i really enjoyed it it's a quick movie about an hour great. 20 so, or sounds great yeah it's on hulu check it out if you want to <laughs> maybe i'll just watch it in my head <laughs> or check out jackson's version and it's adorable coming to a dream near you yeah, they're both the size of barbies <laughs> in my pockets no one shrunk them they were just always no, this that's size. just and that's totally normal <laughs> um i watch i also i watched a little movie jason oh, okay a little one teensy one um called troop zero on how was that how was it jason like i see it there it tempts me every day but i never like <laughs> <laughs> i'll get you jason no you won't troop zero <laughs> you're not getting my goodies not today <laughs> <laughs> So it's Jim Gaffigan, Viola Davis, Mike Epps, Allison Janney. What a cast, damn. Um, McKenna Grace, who's a little girl, and Charlie Shotwell, who plays her little friend. Okay. Um, so Jim Gaffigan is her dad, and he's a lawyer, but he's, and he's a very nice guy, but maybe he's not the best at being a lawyer. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Viola Davis is his... Um, I don't know if you'd call it like a clerk or she helps him out with stuff. Okay. She works for him. Um, I think Mike Epps is his client slash friend. Okay. Is um, it set in like the 70s? It looks like it is. Is, is it um, not? 
Is it set in the 70s? Um, I don't... Jason? I should know the answer to this question. <laughs> um, I thought... I don't know. Just like the look of the hairstyles from like the posters that I've seen and like uh, yeah. one trailer. It's like, but it's, it, is it set in the time? But maybe it's not. It's no tricky clue. because it's also the South and it's just like... Um, like Allison Janney totally plays a woman who would be into like debutante ball type, like uh, okay. a very proper kind of Southern lady. Mm-hmm. So I think it is not necessarily modern. Do they have cell phones? I'm trying to think if they have cell phones. <laughs> I can't remember. Um, it, you know what? It must not matter that much, regardless it, of whatever time it is. It kind of doesn't. Yeah. It's more about um, kind of snooty, fancy people versus just kind of like normal people who that's timeless yes (laughs) basically you've seen the story a thousand times Mm -hmm. um it's very sweet um i don't there's a lot of really awesome names in it um so oh god i can't remember the little girl's name uh, oh, her name's Christmas. <laughs> oh, like in the movie, her name yeah, is Christmas. Yeah, her oh, name's Christmas. What? Cool. Um, and she's obsessed with outer space. Hmm. Um, oh, yes, it is set in a time period in the past because <laughs> <laughs> before the now, yes. it was then. <laughs> um, because uh, the plot is that uh, this guy from NASA comes to their little town. Um, and he meets with the equivalent of like the Girl Scouts, but they call them Birdie Scouts. Okay. Um, and he's like, "There's gonna be some like comp- local or regional competition for the Birdie Birdie Scouts. It's like a talent show, mm-hmm. and whoever wins of all the troops gets to have their voices recorded, um, and that'll be like sent into space." Oh wow, that's really yeah. cool. Um, I, I'm excited. I want to be in this contest. You would have loved it, Jason. <laughs> And so, um, Viola Davis, um, who's very, uh, like realistic about things. I was going to say, she's, she's a pragmatic lady. She's pragmatic. She's just exhausted and very put upon, but also has a heart of gold. Mm-hmm. And so this little girl doesn't have much. So she kind of reluctantly is like, fine, I'll be your birdie scout leader. <laughs> and they have to put together this ragtag little group, mm-hmm. um, and like one girl's name, her they just call her Hell No Price. Her last name being Price. Oh, she's name, a kid. Yeah, All first right. being Hell No, <laughs> and she um, when they first introduce her, she's taking like snacks or whatever kids will give her, so they don't. She doesn't like punch them. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked her. <laughs> Obviously, like, she's a strength to find her place in this world. I respect this child. I really did. She was my favorite. <laughs> Um, and they're all just like, come on, hell no. And they're just like, okay. And they just call her hell no. I appreciate movies and shows and scenarios where like the local bully is like also part of the fun. Yeah, <laughs> she very much is. Um, and then, um, it was nice because there's a boy in it who is gay. He's a little kid. Um, and at first it starts out with like, oh, you worry that his dad is going to be cruel to him because he's trying to get the kid to like play football and the kid does not want to play football. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, he ends up being really supportive and it's sweet. Um, so it's a very sweet film. 
Um, it's short, but the last number that they do in it, it's all leading up to a big number that they've been working on. Mm-hmm. And it's so adorable. And I cried. <laughs> I cried and cried. <laughs> and then you see in Viola Davis and Allison Janney in the film, they like grew up together. They know each other. Oh, okay. And Rivals, but yes. childhood friends previously. Never friends. Childhood acquaintances. Just they never really liked it. Or I don't. Yeah, I don't think they ever really liked each other. Sorry, it was a while that I a while ago that I mm-hmm. watched it. Um, but at the end, there's a scene and they're all laughing and you can see it's just two women who actually get along in real life having a good time laughing with and a little bit at these kids. Okay. And it's, it's really which is what adults do yeah, by the way for the children that listen to it's this it's like they've dropped the act and they're just two grown women having uh, a great old time okay that's two fun. moms you know um so it was very sweet and fun um i wasn't sure if like i hope i guess she, viola davis wouldn't do it if she felt that it was like kind of a shitty stereotype of like a angry black woman role mm-hmm. um but i'm assuming that if she took it that she didn't feel it was that way because she's a great character and i really liked her she was really funny mm-hmm. um and mike epps was hilarious he's only in it a little bit i'm very curious to see how he plays off of like you know all of these actors he's only pops in and out here mm-hmm. and there but it's been a good year for mike epps he's been in some fun things really? yeah um i wish he was in it more because he was really funny okay um Jim Gaffigan was great. It was very sweet. I enjoyed it. All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's a and it's an Amazon Prime original, right? I think so. Okay. And I like that it's just like a little girl who's really, um, uh, into space and like really driven to do stuff. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was sweet. Like fun, varied comedy with like seemingly a lot of characters and just yeah. overall like cute little group of kids. Like a family film, but like also like a lot there for like adults, like yeah. not just for kids. Yeah. Okay. If you want something cute, also, I'm 33, so my uterus is just begging for a baby. <laughs> so I think it's just like, oh, look at these cute little these kids. My baby. They're no Breckenmeyer's Seth Green, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll put them in pocket. It's big enough. It's like a cargo pocket. Um, so yeah, it was very sweet, and I liked it. Okay. Um, I had like a little bit of a monster theme uh, one night. A monster's theme? Yes. This is a great theme. I like this theme. Um, I wound up watching Tremors uh, for its 30th anniversary. Oh. Um, are you familiar with Tremors at all or no? I've heard of it. I know nothing. It is, um, as I made you watch uh, many months ago, Eight-Legged Freaks, mm-hmm. it is in a very similar vein. Is there a scene where it's kind of like a desert type area and there's a big mound mm-hmm. and someone sits on it? And there's like wormy things under the ground. You see Trevor? I think I only saw that scene. And it looked very stressful. And I was like, oh, I can't watch this um, so when I was a child. Someone described this movie as The Floor is Lava, the movie. Ooh, um, I think I would like this. Basically, um, a, a couple of people, it's a very tiny town. The town of perfection, uh, Arizona, has like what, like 10 people in it. Um, oh. <laughs> it like literally. Um, and Kevin Bacon and Fred Willard, um, sorry, Fred Ward. Um, play these two like handymen that are just had enough. Like everyone, Fred in the ta- Willard as a handyman. Fred Ward, not Fred oh, Willard. Okay. Um, I would like to see Fred Willard as a handyman <laughs> in 1988. He could, I could picture that. <laughs> um, but yeah, the movie came out like um, actually in 1990. Um, okay. It is a oh, fun B movie. 1990 is 30 years yeah, ago. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that makes me want to vomit. Okay. <laughs> um, 
No, it was. It's a fun B movie that's that knows it's a B movie. Oh, Fred Ward. Okay, I know mm-hmm. who that is. Gotcha. You you know who Fred Ward. Totally. Is. Um, yeah, it's just a town under attack from these uh, ground tunneling snakes. Cool. Any vibrations made on the ground will attract them to them, and it's just fun to see the townspeople like come up with creative ways, like avoid these things, love it, beat these things, trap these things. Reuben McIntyre is awesome. <laughs> um, she's this in is this an movie. Amazing cast. <laughs> um, her and her husband like are great characters that like help them fight off these like snakes with a lot of guns that they have. Because Don't tell me too much. They're preppers. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, I love it even more. <laughs> I love a doomsday prepper. Um, but it's so much fun. Um, d- fun dusty action oh, yes. in the American Southwest. Oh, my favorite type of action, dusty. <laughs> Kevin Bacon is like in his most charming ever. Like if you never cared for him in anything else, it's like this is the one where it's like, fuck yeah, you're all right, Kevin must Bacon. Must have been tough. He couldn't dance. Um, he dances butt up those rocks to avoid nice. those uh, snakes. Nice. <laughs> um, and I guess just really quick, another monster thing I saw was Godzilla, King of All Monsters. Oh, the most recent one with yeah. Bobby Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that movie. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. You didn't enjoy it. Um. Can I remember much of it? Mm-hmm. I don't care about people in monster movies. You take I, so much time in them. <laughs> I just want to see the monsters. You're like, Ken Watanabe, just let them fight. I'm okay with Ken Watanabe. I have a little bit of a crush on him. <laughs> He's a handsome man. I want Ken Watanabe in more things, goddammit. He has the cheekbones of a god. <laughs> um, I did not care about... Vera Farmiga and comic like no. I hated that part. I hated their relationship. I hated that it became oh, this weird domestic right. drama. Like it fuck, was I really fuck about shitty. You guys. I didn't care, and so that just kind of made it crappy. Mm-hmm. Um, because I love seeing Godzilla. Godzilla's my guy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like yeah, I I love the way the monsters looked. I, mm-hmm. They looked like forces of nature. Mm-hmm. Um. King Ghidorah, as he was depicted, and this was terrifying. Like this crackling thunder, yeah. regrowing hydra heads. It's just like he was so cool, terrifying. Um, it's a huge cast with like so many people in it. Like, um, oh, that's right, it's all come back to me. Yeah, Charles Dance is in it. Um, O'Shea Jackson Jr. He was great. Um, I love him. A person I actually worked with, um, Aisha Hines, like on a play way back when. Oh, I thought you were gonna say that you met O'Shea Jackson, oh. and I was gonna be like, Jason, why didn't you call me immediately? <laughs> I would have thrown down, not just dropped what I was doing, thrown it down, <laughs> and found some way to get to you. He would run the street, hands flailing. Like, <laughs> I must, I must find him. <laughs> <laughs> gotta stay hands free um no i um the action in it was great um the colors in it were great um i just watched it like on my small tv mm. and even then i was like man this is like really something i wish I, I wish i saw it on a larger screen yeah but damn it i just did not like uh the b plot kind of oh, the a plot yeah of this dumb family drama that yeah. i didn't care i for. agree um but yeah that's the monster weekend that i had um not to be confused the vampire weekend um i saw speaking of monsters kind of Mm -hmm. uh i watched half of uh the lock and key series oh did you watch it at all i didn't um i i saw a trailer and i said to myself i fucking hate magic (laughs) you don't like magic no it just i like magic it's just something about the trailer just made me just upset and i don't know what it was (laughs) I can't even s- properly say or define it. It was unbound and just unreasonable of me. But I was like, man, fuck this show. But 
Okay. But I just know, I know it's based on a comic and like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like I just didn't get into it. I should watch it. I'm sorry, Lock and Key. No. <laughs> this is not an ad for Lock and Key. I'll tell you that much. I don't know why I'm compelled to continue watching it. <laughs> I watched As five. As spell. I've watched five episodes in a row. Mm-hmm. In a row. Back and it was one thirty in the morning and I was like, I need to go to bed. <laughs> no. Like, why am I still watching the show? But I can't stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the main characters is getting really annoying. <sighs> but so it's three kids and their mom. Um, their very handsome dad is murdered. <laughs> <laughs> it was tragic. The look on your face is like, my reason for watching the show is done. <laughs> well, no, they keep flashing back to him, so I'm kind of cool with it. Um, the house has six keys that all do different things. Um, and so the kids, the littlest kid who's very cute, again, my body wants babies. He's very adorable. Um, so he f- is finding these keys, and the kids are just kind of discovering what they can do with them, and the extent of the powers okay there's a bad lady um who wants all of them you're not quite sure why a lot of bad ladies and magical things lately it seems yes agreed um so i don't i don't know who the show is for to be honest because it's not for kids really i think it might be a little too dark for kids all right um Certainly not for adults, and yet I'm watching it. Um, I guess maybe it's for young adults, like people in their like early teens, early like teens. I think because they age, can, they're old enough to be able to deal with the bit of violence that there that's there. But it's also got teen drama, which you know I don't care about. Right, of course. Yeah. Um, Does it look good? Um, as far as the effects and stuff, they're okay. What does look good? Is this house? <laughs> <laughs> Take me on a visual tour. Jason. I'm ready for the backsplashes. Give it, give it all. To so me. it's based in Washington, mm-hmm. and these kids and like I, it is a big deal to move. I get that. The Pacific Northwest, not the nation's capital. Yes. Okay. Sorry, Washington State. And so they move from Seattle to somewhere in this small town, mm-hmm. and you would think they're moving across the world. The way these <laughs> kids are reacting, like you're in the same state, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I also am from a small state, so it doesn't seem like I could still see my friends. So maybe I'm being unfair. But um, so two of the kids are in high school. One of them is like the youngest son is like nine. Mm, big family, three kids. Yeah. Three kids. Yeah, and just one adorable mom. Um, and so this house, they drive up to this house, You, they drive up the dri- long driveway, and it's just a big clearing, mm-hmm. and it's this enormous, like, Victorian home with, like, and I think it's, like, greenish and, like, a lot of, like, intricate details on the outside. There's a million rooms. There's a beautiful kitchen <laughs> that I want with this oven that's gorgeous. <laughs> I lost after this house almost as much as the husband. As, <laughs> that's heavy lust. Possibly more. It's a gorgeous home. It kills me. Oh, it's so nice. So it really got me just from that. 
as someone that has become very familiar with the home buying process in a yes. very short amount of time, um, I am scared for this family and their home buying process. Um, hopefully, they inherited this property. They inherited it. Well, you know, that takes a lot of pressure off the table, all right? Now, that's just an easier situation. Mm-hmm. Now, if they're buying in this market, my God. Um, the taxes alone, the taxes alone Washington State would probably kill them. But anyway. I mean, <laughs> the taxes on this home are probably crazy. And imagine, like, the inheritance and it's by the water. And on the water in the Pacific Northwest. I mean, it's not on the water. It's near the water. I think if they, like, go through the woods a bit to their backyard, mm-hmm. there's water. They better have some kind of, like, sewer system going on. Because if they're using septic, who's coming out there to drain that? In winter? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Next. The real monster <laughs> is government. <laughs> and Uncle Sam taking your taxes. Um... So, I don't know who this show is for. I don't know why I'm still watching it, but I'm definitely going to finish it. For <laughs> the house. All right. And house. I discovered another person at work who I didn't expect to watch it also just okay. watches it. So, we were just bouncing both back and confused, forth. but knowing we're going to watch it. Like, oh, this kid's annoying, but have you seen the mudroom? <laughs> <laughs> you see the ping pong table in the basement? Because, yeah, there is one. Um, oh, and there is. Uh, the husband's brother is there and he's helping show them through the house or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is that Sean Ashmore? But it doesn't look quite like him. He has a twin fucking brother. Oh, you didn't know this? Iceman. Yeah, I know Iceman has a twin. Jason. I've known it since the day the Smallville played very heavily into an episode of Smallville. <laughs> I was like, I know that's not him, but it looks so much mm-hmm. like him. I, because of the J or something like that, like don't judge him. I, no, he's a very handsome fella. I'm not judging anything. I think he's like his name, like the look because on of the your J. Face was like, Ugh. <laughs> I'll tell you. I would love in the show his brother was just Sean Ashmore that died in the past. His name's Aaron Ashmore. Aaron Ashmore, excuse me. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> handsome and I like him. Um, and you can tell like something. There's some characters who are like, oh, you're definitely going to play a role. You just haven't yet. Oh, so I'm really waiting for that to happen. Um, the thing is, so this evil witch lady, she can't, she's kind of like a vampire in that to get the key, she can't take it. It has to be given uh, to her. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I was just like, oh, well, sell the house, move. And then you won't see her again, probably. But if she gets the keys, is it like some world-ending thing? I don't know. The, pro- the family's probably prophesized to hell to save the world. I honestly now. don't know if it is something on that larger scale. I okay. think she's after something specific mm-hmm. to her. Okay. Um, and so she just wants it back, and the way to do that maybe is the keys. I don't know. I'll update you when I finish it. <laughs> you be sure to know. <laughs> but I swear to God, if they burn that house down, I'm going to be livid. <laughs> the next is just in a condo and it's not near I will lose my <laughs> shit. <sighs> Anyways, uh, what else? What else? Um all right. Now, check this out. Mm-hmm. Now what movie do you think mm. has these actors in it? Oof, I'm ready. Came out last year. It's got yeah, last year. Okay. Rosario Dawson, mm-hmm. Ben Affleck, mm. Matt Damon, mm. Chris Hemsworth, what? Val Kilmer, what? Joe Manganiello, what? Craig Robinson. Huh? Fred Armisen huh? and Chris Jericho. Now, okay, that last one I wasn't ready for. It's relevant to me because he's a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
What movie came out with all of them? Mm-hmm. Oh, it must have been an animated thing. Not an animated thing. What? An actual real life action thing. I'm so sorry, Chris Hemsworth, that I missed something that your beautiful face was in. And Chris Hemsworth plays Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Can you give me a hint? Um, it was not released in any kind of large theater at all. Made by a director who's made a lot of nerd films over the last 25 years. I got nothing. Uh, it is Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. Oh. <laughs> duh. Yes. Okay. How was it? Um, It is only for people that like Kevin Smith movies. It is not for anyone else. If mm. you're boyfriend took you to see this movie you should absolutely break up with him because it's not that's really not fair to you like you <laughs> you would have had to have seen 25 years of movies to actually like know what the hell's going on here um it is uh, a wonderful monument to the like goodwill and like social credit that kevin smith has built up over his career nice. like all of his friends and family like are involved in this like that's came sweet. back to, like being it like his relationship with Ben Affleck got repaired after like years of them like kind of not talking to each other. Why did they not talk to each other? Tell me all about the drama, Jason. Um, it was something where Kevin Smith was like, you know, just like kind of talking offhandedly about like uh, Ben Affleck like in the media, and like then everyone came rushing Ben Affleck. Hey, did you hear about all this? And like, what just, did he say? Um, it was something involving like um, I think uh, Ben Affleck's response to like a Me Too movement thing because like, they were both like in the uh, oh. in like the Weinstein Miramax like system of oh, movies okay. and all that stuff um and then like ben Affleck was like asked for like well like what do you think about how like he's like i don't know and i was just an actor in these yeah. movies like Fair. bringing attention to his life for in which he was like you know going through rehab and all mm-hmm. this stuff um wait they were really good friends like kevin smith lives in his house that he sold to him oh. like way back in the day wow and like you know post his heart attack with him making this movie and really wanting to have like you know all the characters of the previous films reappear Affleck was like man i'm down of course and it just became That's like nice. oh it's very nice to see these two old friends be friends again so was i really only care about the hot gossip so <laughs> was kevin smith disappointed with been Affleck's response about no it was just like saying well you know Affleck like, you know back in the day we did this and it's mm-hmm. like just him saying that brought unwanted attention to Ben Affleck we did what um I forget what it was exactly it just like I forget exactly what the statement was mm-hmm. but the statement just brought attention to Ben Affleck I need to know the statement Jason it's findable on the internet <laughs> was it that they did something that wouldn't be appropriate now no it wasn't anything inappropriate it was oh. just like him commenting on the Weinstein thing and mentioning Ben Affleck's name was like okay. kind of like the main anchor of it. Gotcha. Um, and yeah, it just, they became friends again, which That's is nice. nice. Um, but no, it's a fun movie for people that only like Kevin Smith stuff. Gotcha. Um, it's a dumb road trip movie. Um, lots of cameos, cameo fest. Um, you can see like there's not a lot of money for this movie. Aww. Like like they scraped together what they could and everyone's doing favors. It's like this is nice to see. Um yeah. yeah. Did it do well? Um, it didn't get released to theaters at all. Like the way they're doing oh. it is like wonderful actually. Uh it's kinda of like an old school method of uh going from theater to theater and just like selling it directly to the audience that came to see that in the theater. And then oh. they later release it on like um uh, like on streaming about six months after their tour. Oh, okay. And then, like, they're still doing the tour as even while the movie is, like, in streaming. Like, it's an attraction. Like, hey, come see Kevin Smith present the movie, talk oh, about cool. it, and, like, you know, have, like, an actor or two from the movie, like, also talk about the movie, like, the, their history together and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Like, I mean, he made an event of the of the screening of these films. Is it, like, New York, Chicago, L.A.? No, like, or small towns. Like, hey, we're going to, like, you know, Muskegee, uh, 
uh, Tennessee. Like, oh, you know, cool. we're going to like Okeechobee, Florida. Like That's we're going fun. to these smaller theaters and, you know, he is the way he described it. I'm only making this for people that want to see this. <laughs> like if you somehow stumble upon this, I'm sorry. Like <laughs> it's just, yeah. I, why make a movie for it and annoy people with it on a large scale? Come see it if you want to come see it. Gotcha. Which I can really respect. Um, a couple of big movies that I saw. Mm-hmm. 1917. I also saw 1917. Um, it was gorgeous. It's a very pretty movie. Yes. Um, I've never felt so, um, like everything in the movie, like I was in it and it was tangible. Mm-hmm. Like you could feel that mud mm-hmm. and you're just behind two cute boys <laughs> running from death and into will death. i go into war behind cute men of course i would <laughs> it's the only way i'm gonna do it um uh it, there's a not quite a tis- twist but something unexpected happens oh yeah um and you i think more so than a saving private ryan or something it's more effective because those guys actors are very young they're still mm-hmm. older than you know 15 or 17 they're like 19 but they're 20. still young and yeah. it's just like oh no these are these are boys whereas savior private ryan they're all you know like at least 30 something dudes mm-hmm. um so and like the direct reference of like you know a kid going to save his brother yeah like hey i'm the younger brother saving my older brother mm-hmm. um i really enjoyed it and the i'm surprised the main actor was not nominated for any type of award like i thought he did a great job and why like is wasn't like antonio banderas nominated he was nominated for uh pain and glory yeah i didn't see it i don't know maybe he was great in it it was phenomenal but i like this kid did an amazing, <laughs> like he did an amazing job like come on man mm-hmm. i mean there's like a lot of controversy this year over like actor nominations more so than anything else and the director nominations of course but mm. like Another big gripe was, uh, in addition to that kid not being nominated, yeah. was um, like, hey, no one from Barrisai got nominated. Um, oh, yeah. Like, despite it, like, you know, winning Best Picture, like, hey, you believe they did that movie with no actors? That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> like, Just a lot of landscape scenes. <laughs> very tense. Like, no, like, yeah, people don't always get recognized for the work. Like, um, really, Anthony Hopkins for the two popes? Fuck off. Let this young guy in there. <laughs> Come on. Uh, yeah, there's no one in that category. Or Jonathan Price for, again, The Two Popes, a movie that nobody saw. <laughs> you know why? Because it's about two fucking popes. It's on Netflix. The Catholic community came out for it. You guys, I, you. Maybe? maybe? I, I don't know. You can have it. I honestly I don't, don't know. want it. Like, come um oh that was ridiculous but no like all the male <laughs> nominees were no one was there who's under 45 correct uh <laughs> adam driver adam driver okay that's it um but yeah like uh yeah oh just all white dudes all white dudes all white dudes <laughs> shocker who were in huge major motion pictures mm-hmm. um but yeah that <laughs> and all but one person is a white lady for actors great love it hooray fried diversity yep. um again parasite movie with oh. no actors it's quite amazing <laughs> um but what i uh one criticism of 1917 that i don't mm. i don't really like I don't see it. Mm. Um, is that everyone's like, oh, it's just a video game. I'm just like, I'm watching a video game. 
Like, I, I don't feel that way because I play video games and there's a mm. sense of agency that that is involved in those that is mm. not in a film. Like, oh, like, there's, what do you like? It's like, there's set pieces, things are exploding all the time, there's guns. Oh, like an action movie, which is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair. Um,. No, I uh, I think there's so much that's not said about the actual practical effects that are happening on screen. Mm. It's like there's so much that's happening on screen. And granted, like a lot of it is being filled in and cut in with like, you know, digital effects, you know, and overlaid with things at when what it needs to be. But so much is happening on screen in yeah, real time. It's crazy. In live action. It's just like, y'all crash a plane in frame <laughs> on a on the plane in Spain in the rain. <laughs> Amazing. Like, I am just like impressed at like, you know, all the stuff that you're able to do mm. and time so well. Oh God. Yeah. Um, and as far as like, you know, direction and just special effects and actual practical effects, mm. it's a wonderful blend of all those things happening. Totally. Um, yeah, I, I, I liked it a lot. It was very riveting. Mm. Um, there, there are points where it's just like jesus christ kid like you just want to <laughs> give him a hug yeah like you need to never ever be in another war yeah, like no. it's, you should be yeah. laying on a beach <laughs> a nice one for the rest of your life just sipping coconuts mm-hmm. poor thing for sure and there's the sense of urgency that you're not gonna get with a video game it's mm-hmm. you know it's i don't know it was incredibly compelling and i really enjoyed it yeah um I also, oh, sorry, it's your turn. No, I mean, you got something else. Um, I saw Little Women. How was Little Women? I had so many questions. Um, what were their heights? Uh, or there's anyone taller than 4 or 11? How, how tiny were the Little Women? Um, you know, I'm sorry. Are they pocket size? <laughs> Are they pocket size? Like Breckin Meyer <laughs> and Seth Green. No, um, but no, seriously, how was it? Because I was curious, like, they're remaking Little Women? Um, but from what I'm hearing, as it was described on many sites and other podcasts that I've listened to and whatnot, um, it sounds interesting. I actually think you would really like it. Okay. Um, it looks gorgeous. I didn't expect it to look so nice. Um, the acting was phenomenal. You just fell in love with Florence Pugh. Mm-hmm. God, I love her. It's her year. It's a big year for her huge like only found out oh this is a person this year i know and then, like she was in the, the wrestling movie and this and she was in um the wrestling movie this uh midsummer oh yeah she um, was in midsummer that's true the oh i can't remember what it's called it was a series on amc the uh, terror no something is it the word doll in the name um, it was a series, a spy series, I think, um, based on a John Le Carre novel, I think, with Alexander Skarsgård, future husband. Okay, okay. Um, I hope to be invited to the wedding. I think it will be quite beautiful. We're going to have beautiful children. They're going to be so tall. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, she's in everything. Big, big ass year, Florence Pugh. And she's going to be in the Black Widow movie. Huge year. I'm sorry, oh, I'll uh, I'll leave. You need to go to sleep right now. <laughs> but also, that was great, <laughs> phenomenal job at 10:38 at night. Um, she is phenomenal, and I read the book when I was a kid, but I could not tell you a single thing about it. I mean, it's a classic book, you yeah. know, um, huge point of literature mm-hmm. uh, of the Victorian era, and I yeah, I it's this is legit the uh, seventh. Film, film production of this no movie way. in 70 years or something like that. 
Um, they've done it a lot. Yeah. Um, but this seems to be like the perhaps the best iteration of it. Agreed. And I'm sure I saw the movie when I was a kid with the Renona Ryder, but I also don't remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was going in cold and <laughs> I was kind of glad that I did because um, I didn't have any expectations really. Okay. Um, so it looks beautiful. You really love the characters. Timothy Chalamet is just so goddamn charming, Jason. Mm-hmm. He feel- looks like a person torn from that era. And re- I mean, he really does. He looks very comfortable in those clothes. <laughs> um I, I, he's so young. It feels like an inappropriate love, but I do adore him. <laughs> um, he was so charming and fun. And Chris, oh God, it's not <laughs> Cornell because that's the singer guy. Chris. You know his name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For those that like Casino Royale, you'll enjoy that. That was great. Um, who is the guy? Chris Cooper. Oh, Jesus. I haven't seen that guy in a long time. I know. He is in it. And he he's in it here and there. His performance is heartbreaking. I cried every time he came on screen. <laughs> in a good way. In a supportive way. Okay. Because he's so good. Um, I heard Bob Odenkirk is in it weirdly bob odenkirk is in it <laughs> and i forgot that he was in it until did, he came on i was like oh did he have crazy mutton jobs because i feel like he'd have crazy he mutton jobs. thank you bob he has some <laughs> facial hair and i feel like upon watching it i was just like oh he's smiling because he also doesn't know why he's in this movie <laughs> but he's getting paid and it's great and it's gonna do well so sure um it was just really fun and you really invest in the characters. Sir Sharonin, per usual, is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is the perfect balance of like modern, so it's relatable, but also set in that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are the rules of society that they're constricted by. Um, it was so charming. It just charmed my little pants off. And I will probably purchase it. Like I've heard uh, an interesting take where in which someone's like someone said that um, Greta Gerwig had the chance to, to to choose anything after winning that Oscar mm. for uh, for Lady Bird. Mm-hmm. I don't think she won Best Director. I think the she she won Best Director, correct? Or I can't remember. I'll look it up. Keep talking. Um, but regardless, after Lady Bird, she had the kind of the opportunity to do anything she wanted to do. call your own shot, do a movie as big as expensive as you want to do, mm-hmm. and she said little woman which is kind of dope like i i want to take on this thing and like kind of change the way that people perceive it and change the way that how that that the story is told you know like from what i understand the story is being told out of sequence like you know there are things Mm -hmm. that she's changing to it to make it fresh and new and like that's really cool that is a sign of a good director besides some of them maybe i don't know i should be nominated for best director but what do i know i'm not in the academy you know i'm not in the academy of arts and sciences uh you know i can't say that uh that that that, that should happen i can't say that a movie with no actors should have actors (laughs) you know nominated for it what what do i know but i'm just a guy that likes movies you know um, she was nominated for Best Director for mm-hmm. Lady Bird, but I don't think she won. Okay. All right. Um, but, yeah, she, she did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. She really did. Um, and some people, I remember an article kind of compared, not in like a mean way necessarily, but the um, switches in time to the way um, The Witcher did it. 
And they were like, <laughs> Little Women and The Witcher are basically the same, which is funny. Um, but Little Women, like, the way they do it is normal and what you expect and is very easy to switch back and forth in, in that. And I don't think this is spoiling anything. Sir Sharona's you know, in what would be called present time. Mm-hmm. And as she's ready to go back home, she will look at something and then it'll kind of go into a memory. Oh, that's easy. That's fine. It <laughs> makes sense. You know what's happening. It flows. It's fine. That's, that's... It's great. And then you know when she's switching back. You're like, oh, okay. It's not like Memento. Here's the middle of the movie and I work your way back. You know? <laughs> so it was fine. Look at the tattoos on her body. They told her the man that killed her father. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, so... I don't think it's a problem. If people had a problem with it, they're dumb. Okay. Um, They're not. It's fine. I just think it was perfectly easy to follow if you're not an idiot. That was not any nicer than I, you know, but that I actually stand behind. Okay. Um, So, yeah, I would recommend it. I think you would enjoy it. It's surprisingly funny. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of little great beats. Um, You'll laugh. You'll cry. Um You'll walk out feeling satisfied. Okay. That's what she said. <laughs> but for real. I think I think you would actually really enjoy it. Okay. I will I I should check this out. Mm. I'm gonna check this out. Laura Dern is also great in it. Laura Dern, burn up the charts this year. You know? Beat and everything. Mm-hmm. Um Are you gonna add a Roman numeral? No, I'm adding a star. Woman. Oh. I said Laura Darn. Um <laughs> <laughs> Jason writes with Roman numerals, and I think it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Casual Roman numies. It's a good way to organize things. Jason, it looks so formal. <laughs> it's like you're writing a contract. When I die. Are you a man of the law? Because that's I don't see Roman numerals very often. I left the law to pursue a life of leisure. <laughs> <laughs> um... When I die and someone finds my notes, they'll be able to follow them quite easily. They will. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, um, uh, speaking of uh, interesting period pieces, I watched the whole series of Chernobyl um, after I came out of my pit of depression uh, from oh, watching no. it. Um, no, it is a, a, a wonderful uh, piece of human despair. <laughs> um like it's it hurts to watch Sounds about right and it, it is uh, we talk about the story of you know too big to fail in, in reference to like you know the 2008 uh financial crisis mm. this is a situation of uh too proud to fail mm. um where in which a country's uh pride uh society's pride um almost killed millions <laughs> um in the meltdown of chernobyl um and at every stage it's just hubris and pride just st- really ruining things for so many people this one little domino effect that just like created this entire mess mm. um it is wonderfully acted jared harris um uh stellan skarsgård emily watson are your big three in this movie yeah and they all inter- phenomenal actors they're all fantastic um i i love their interactions they are not friends they are not co-workers they are comrades mm. like we are bound by duty we are bound by uh, the the care of other people to to see this through mm. like this is our task this is our burden this is like this is our our life like like they're there in Chernobyl and like at one point um, Jared Harris just like breaks in like a moment of anger and like yells tells Scarlett like, it doesn't matter we'll be dead in five years and like just from being there mm. their death sentence has already been written mm. like they Jared Harris I feel like he does not get the 
credit that he is due. He's no. so great in everything that he's in. Ugh. Like from comedies to action to like serious dramas. To him being terrifying and then to him being like a really comforting, nice fatherly character. It, Just like, Jared, you're killing it. He was doing his best. Oh, God, what is his name? King Speech. He's doing his best Colin Firth impersonation in this movie. Is just being like <laughs> the most like understanding human being ever and just like finding his empathy and really like letting that shine um there's uh an episode where they like stop focusing so much on the three and just look at the they look at the whole tell me too much because i really want to watch it i won't say too much they look at the holistic experience Mm -hmm. this isn't just the night that it happened this is like the months that followed this is the year afterwards of the trial that occurred it's just it's a great examination of like something that in my mind like oh yeah it happened in like you know a day and like you know we can't go there anymore because it's like irradiated like no here's what happened here's why it happened and like here's the fallout of that Mm. literally and metaphorically Mm. um it's really good it's all on hbo um it's only five episodes each one hour long oh it's only five episodes yeah split it up i started to watch it but i think i was not in the right mood you gotta be in the right mood for it and i was like oof you gotta be this is a dark hole to dive into mm-hmm. you gotta be in the mood to learn some stuff and to really confront some truths about lying mm. um yeah and how just hey like they have a great line in the movie that said like several times like um what Don't is it tell me too much please i won't but just it's just about lying and the price that you pay for it mm. um it's good it's really good uh, can i tell you a quick story about uh human pride sure when i was like five or six years old um we were in my family's in Key West, Florida, and we were on this little like snorkeling little boat tour thing. Mm-hmm. And because there was some statue in the ocean that you can go and like snorkel and see. Oh, yeah. And so my brother went with my mom. So he was probably like nine ish, maybe nine or ten. Mm-hmm. And then I went with my dad and he had a uh, underwater camera. It was like big and yellow. It was. Cool. Love those things. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was big and yellow, so it was heavy, and it was on a strap around his neck. Mm-hmm. And so we start to swim out, and it's really choppy water. Mm. And so the, the fucking camera gets caught on some coral. Oof. And so my, and it's around my dad's neck. So my dad is half drowning and also trying to hold me up so I don't drown. <laughs> and oh, my God. So, and so we're in this coral and we're getting burns from the coral. And so finally he gets himself untangled and we head back to the boat. We didn't see the fucking statue. (laughs) (laughs) And so my mom and my brother are already back in the boat. And so my dad and I finally drag ourselves back on, covered in coral rashes. And my mom just goes, did you see the statue? (laughs) And he's like, no, Patrice, we didn't see the statue. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this boondog where he almost lost his life his daughter <laughs> yeah, and, a camera. and a camera and so years decades later probably a handful of years ago i was talking to my dad and we were remembering it re- reminiscing fondly about the mm. time we almost drowned which is what you do yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like dad could you have just like either just gotten rid of the camera or just raised your hand for help and he's like, yes. And I was like, Did you not do that because of your manly pride? And he was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, so you almost let me drown because of your pride? And he was like, yes, Jack. <laughs> he's, he's honest. And I was like, okay, cool, Dad. Cool. <laughs>
So pride, it can take down nuclear power plants or potentially drown your daughter. <laughs> it's dangerous, Just guys. Lose it. All right, no Hubris. one needs it. Do we still have those underwater pictures? No, Jason, we don't. <laughs> it was all for nothing. <laughs> Just let it go. Yeah. All right, the statue's gonna be there <sighs> one day. <laughs> but what else have you seen? Um. So I watched a British show. Okay. Gonna give you the title okay you're gonna tell me what it's about all right it's just called vera vera v-e-r-a v-e-r-a okay so uh miss farmiga moves (laughs) from (laughs) new jersey uh she goes over there um to london uh you know just they're filming a a a a film like she does you know um, and in doing so, uh, you know, she, she, she meets her stunt double for the film that she's filming. Mm. Um, but something creepy starts to happen. <gasps> this stunt double starts to take on a bit more of her appearance, uh, oh, more no. and more. Is a single white female situation? You no, know it is. All right. <laughs> Vera Tuesdays on BBC two. <laughs> so close, Jason. So close. Also featuring Vera Wang. Anyway. <laughs> she only wears Vera Wang. Um, I always think of Vera Farmiga as being British because something about her, she's like, I feel like she's very classy and pretty. Nah, she's from Jersey. She's from Jersey. <laughs> and I always messes with my brain. Also because she has like a cool name. Yeah, yeah she does. Um, you were so close. Uh, it's a, about a dowdy old lady who's a detective in yeah. a small town in England. All right. <laughs> I got Brit Box because, of course, I did, Jason. Uh, Why did I wait this long? Need it? Actually. I absolutely do. <laughs> but um, describe the service of Brit Box, please. What? Describe Brit Box. The oh, service. it's uh, the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Um, it's another streaming service mm-hmm. that um, it's. I think the BBC and ITV, which is a big channel over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all their stuff streaming. Wow. Which that's is like a huge library of things. I mean, when I say all their stuff, I think a lot of their stuff. But like a lot of the popular British yes. things that are exporting like your midsummer murders. Yeah. Your Doctor Who. Your Luthers. Your did I see Luther on there? It was I don't think it was on there. I'm not getting the service now. <laughs> I think Luther might be on Amazon Prime still, so I don't know if like it's going to come off of that and then go to BritBox. I don't know. I don't know what their deals are. And I also don't know if Luther services. was on BBC or which channel it was on. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, it's got a lot of <laughs> a lot of old detective shows mm-hmm. that I love. Um, so I started watching Vera, and. Um, she is what I want to be when I grow up. Okay. Because she's like in her fifties. She's lives alone. She doesn't have some ball and chain. (laughs) (laughs) She's an independent lady. No nagging husband. Nope. She's a detective. And the guys assigned to be her partner are super hot. (laughs) Go. Just uh, if they kept dying and she just kept getting hotter ones, that'd be wonderful. <laughs> By the end, it's David Beckham as a partner. <laughs> yes, I don't know how to solve crimes, but I can kick this ball real hard. Good, David. Good. <laughs> That's all I need from you. <laughs> Get rid of Victoria. 
Send those kids to boarding school. It's you and me, babe. Um, so in, unlike a lot of these shows where there's either usually like a guy, it's always a guy, his wife has been murdered. Like a murder of the week kind of a, thing? No, like the, you know how detect, like the main detective in any detective show has some kind of something. Oh, bad trauma of, yes. his, of the past. Okay. Yes. She doesn't really, she like had a not great relationship with her father. Um, and she maybe has like a little bit to drink on the job sometimes, (laughs) but that's pretty much it. Okay. She's just kind of crabby, um, and a little like sassy, but she's really smart and she can also be incredibly empathetic and sweet. Hmm. Um, but she doesn't take shit and it's great. Um, and (laughs) it's like each season, I think it's like four episodes at four episodes and they're each uh, like an hour and a half. So it's kind of like a movie. Oh, um, so they do it like kind of like, a, like Sherlock almost, like how they have, have like the uh, yes. movie style kind of yeah episodes. Okay. Doesn't look nearly as nice. I don't care. It's amazing. because oh. Sherlock had a lot of movie behind, <laughs> a lot of money. They behind have it. a lot of money behind it. Sure. Um, but it's of course in the English countryside by a beach, and she's solving the first four seasons are with this her guy Joe, and Joe is just gorgeous. He's a beautiful man, Jason. <laughs> okay. So Britbox has seasons three through like nine. Uh huh. What happened to season one through one? And it's two? on other stuff. So okay, I so started off on okay. season three mm-hmm. with my guy Joe. Mm-hmm. Season four has my guy Joe. Season five, there's a different guy and he's not as handsome. They keep getting. Oh, no. They get killed and they become not as handsome. They don't get killed. They reincarnate like the doctor? No. <laughs> they just move on to other things <laughs> like normal people do. Um, so I went into obviously a panic. <laughs> Where is he? Joe! Just walk out of my apartment screaming his name. Um, you should so, Timothy Chalamet in Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> um, I Googled to see if Joe was in the first two seasons, and he was. So I had to get in touch with my ex so he could give me the first two seasons because uh-huh. Joe's in them. <laughs> so I'm going back now. I'll finish seasons one and two, and then I'll start up season five again with, um, I don't even know the guy's name. He's just not as handsome. Okay. He's not Joe. Not Joe. Anti-Joe. Yes. No Joe. And he had a bad attitude, so I was like, hey, <laughs> uh, If you don't want to be here, get out of here, don't all right? Don't sass Vera. <laughs> She's trying to help you, dummy. a good-looking man that wanted to be here, all God, right? God, Joe was always respectful. <laughs> And he's a kind family man. If you can't handle the calm, get out of the fucking countryside. All right? <laughs> I did not like him. <laughs> so, Vera, it's my most recent favorite show. Okay. I On, on BritBox and also the first two are in the world on different streaming platforms. In the world somewhere. Okay. Maybe like Amazon or something. I can't remember. Okay. Yeah. Um, something else I checked out recently, mm-hmm, also mm-hmm. on HBO, a uh, really new series uh, called Avenue Five. I watched the first episode. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts on it? I enjoyed it. It was slightly traumatic as someone that has had to work on a cruise ship um, oh, yeah. in the past. Uh, it's like, well, <laughs> this, is, this is accurate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, like, it's uh, very scathing and uncomfortable sometimes, and very funny to me, at least. Mm. Um, 
I like the cast a lot of Hugh Laurie, Zach Woods, Jessica Saint Clair, um, Josh Gad. Um, yeah, everyone is wonderfully incompetent. Um, it's from the same creator of, uh, a Veep, uh, Armando Iannucci. Oh, okay. Um, and it's just a good comedy of errors. Um, the basic premise is, uh, a cruise ship full of, you know, wealthy passengers in Space. space. Yeah. Um, it's a space cruise ship, basically. It's set in the, the not too far future. Um, gets stranded a little bit uh instead of getting home in three weeks uh they get knocked off course it's going to take them three years to get home um and that tension and what it breeds on the ship is very interesting and the problems that arise and their inability to solve them like it's like the opposite of star trek and it's very fun yeah very much so star wreck (laughs) we are trash (laughs) i'm back um I just have to say, more than anything, mm-hmm. I loved that Hugh Laurie got a full head of hair on that show. He's got the full white going. He's looking good. He's got some wig work happening <laughs> that is solid. And I feel like he just walks a little taller mm-hmm. a little straighter because that head of hair <laughs> is rocking. Because in real life, he has some hair at the front and then a big old bald giant bald spot yeah oh is that what it's called Mm -hmm. yeah i feel bad for i don't know that but whatever you know it's gonna happen to all of us all of us men (laughs) some women Uh, yeah that's true which is just fucking cruel just leave us our hair god damn it (gasps) pissed jason (laughs) oh i'll be pissed what if i just come in tomorrow and i have uh hugh laurie's hair (laughs) (laughs) It's the only one I could get. Again, as I've said this before on the show, if I woke up with your hair, I would cry because I wouldn't know what to do with it. It's, there's so much, so lustrous and thick, I don't know what to do. It but is. I if, will say that. If you came in with Hugh Laurie's hair, I'd cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'd still cry either way. <laughs> what have you done? Why, no. did you, why did you do this to yourself? Who is, did this to you? Is Hugh okay? <laughs> Somewhere, he always walk around with this thick mane <laughs> of black hair. He's got bangs. Constantly brushing him out of his face in interviews. Just like flicking his head to the side to get the hair out of his eyes. Lori! <laughs> Sorcerer! Um, yeah, that was all I could... I, it was okay. I think it wasn't quite... 100% my humor. Okay. I appreciate it for what it is, but it's just kind of not for me. Mm-hmm. Even though I really love the cast of it. Uh, yes. And they all a, seem to be really having a good time. It seems that people are really enjoying each other. Yeah. Um, yeah, what else have you seen? That's all I got aside from the um, uh, assignment. I've got uh, two more in the assignment. I, I, more? I, I, more. <laughs> um, Roman numerals, baby. Period. And a comma to keep it organized. Um, no, I saw The Gentleman. The what? The Gentleman. Oh, yes. Uh, a beautiful bevy of handsome men in suits. I mean, how much bone crunching was there? Can I see this movie? Um, You can absolutely see this movie. Really? Um, it's, there's not much bone crunching. Uh, okay. Some shooting. But I can deal with that. There's some punching, but no bone breaking, I would say. Okay. Um, there's, there's some, like, one great fist fight scene that okay. happens. 
Um, I, I, it's not that fun for a Guy Ritchie movie. It's, you know, it's, it's honestly not that fun. Megan said the same thing. She was really excited for it mm-hmm. and then quite disappointed with it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, when when I go to see the Guy Ritchie gangster films, mm-hmm. like, you know, Lockstock and uh, Rock and Rolla mm-hmm. and... Like I, I'm hoping for like, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna laugh a lot. Yeah, it's gonna be fast back and forth. Yes. Yeah. Didn't really happen in this one. The main mm-hmm. premise is uh, Matthew McConaughey is a, uh, an illegal weed uh, salesman. He's, mm-hmm. he, um, he has like a huge system of farms, mm-hmm. uh, secret from like you know the government that he's trying to sell to uh, another like big wig criminal. Okay. Um, another in American England? in England. Okay. And he plays an American selling to like, another American, and he's so serious and dour all the time. He's like. The heavy in it, you know. Oh, well, that's not how a Car- Guy Ritchie film is supposed to be. Yeah, and he's also the protagonist at the same time, mm. and just feels like oh, like usually, like you know, it's a rough and tumble guy getting into a, a situation way out of his league, totally, and having to think and like cheat his way out of it. And you know, looking at it from the top down, it's like oh, it's not as fun. Mm. Um, there were people that liked him a lot. Colin Farrell was great in it. Like he's oh, just. Yeah. So he was handsome. fantastic as like a coach oh, yeah, of talented. rowdy right, boys. Right, right, right. Not just handsome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Talent. He's dressing these really cool uh, like tracksuits. <laughs> <laughs> the entire movie, it's like, where can I get one of those? Like, he's he's dressed really cool in the movie. Um, he's a a champion fighter, like teaching mm-hmm. uh, young boys like how to get out their aggression through fighting. Nice. <laughs> um, Charlie Hunnam is like, you know, I feel like carries a lot of the weight on the movie on him as well, oh as he's kind of like the narrator of the film almost, oh him boy. and uh, Hugh Grant. Okay. Um, like, they are kind of talking out the events of the film to each other. Okay. Um, and How's Hugh Grant? It's good to see him. Like, I don't see him much anymore. Um, but you guys he, got to catch up a little bit? A little bit, you Check know, like, in, uh, the kids. Our, our times are different, you know, I, I, usually I get to see, you know, him and Liz and their kid and whatnot. Like, they're, they're not together not with, anymore. Yeah. But like, you know, they, they're still friends. I don't think they have kids. Um, or he's like the godfather had, of her kids. or something like that. He had kids with like, he had like three kids with two different women in a very short span of time. Oh, God. It was unexpected. It's hilarious. It sounds like a Hugh Grant movie. Yeah, it's Hugh Grant being Hugh Grant. <laughs> Um, no, he was, he was fun as like kind of a smarmy jerk. Mm-hmm. And, um, he seemed like he was having fun in the trailer. Henry Chow is fun in it. It's good to see. It's also fun to see him be like, a, um, excuse me, not Henry Chow. Um, Henry Golding. Yeah. His last name is Chow in the film. Henry Golding is good in it. He is. He's so handsome. Very handsome. He's dressed as, he's probably the best dressed guy in oh. the whole movie. Um, that no matter what he wears, he looks beautiful. It is fun to see him be a villain. Oh yeah! Like um, and He's got a fancy accent. I would love to see him as a villain in a Bond movie. He'd be oh. so dope. Oh really? Yeah. I'd um, love to see him in anything <laughs> or nothing. <laughs> um, they make him do one thing in the movie that I just don't agree with for his character. Mm. It just feels like really that. Come on. Um, I'm not spoil anything. Yeah, you can tell me. Um, it's just like um, he's trying to assault. Um, the business of Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has his like wife corner in a room, and like, and she shoots a shot, she misses, and then like it becomes World War Z. Like, what do you do in the first three hours of Apocalypse? Apparently, you you try to rape somebody. Oh, and it's no. just like, come on, man, not for this character, not for this actor. It just feels like wrong. Um, like, it just doesn't seem. It feels really unnecessary. Yeah, this is what I was gonna I'm say. Like, like really, this based on the to? plot of what this movie is that mm-hmm. you're telling me that. Doesn't seem to further anything. It doesn't further anything other than yeah. like I was I was dominant. Like oh, who cares? That's gross. Yeah, it just feels really unnecessary. When you said 
when you before you described it, that's kind of what I was guessing that yeah. it would be. Like it's like really like this, but it doesn't happen. Mm. And it's just like even still, just like the intimation of it, yeah. like just felt like unnecessary yeah. and gross. Um, but overall, yeah, I didn't really care for it that much. It's mm. it's very missable. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. That's mm-hmm. kind of the consensus from the two people who I talked to about movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Um, what is it outside of that? I went ahead and watched, um, oh, uh, Parasite. Oh, I really wanted to watch it before this, and then I ran out of time. Um, God it's good. It. I can't spoil anything for you. Do you um, want to maybe hold off on it, and then we can talk about it next time? We'll I'll make sure that time, I sure. definitely watch it, because it's finally rentable. Yes, it is rentable. That's how I watch it on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, yes, we'll talk about it afterwards. Awesome. Uh, on the next episode. But um, outside of that, um, yeah, I got the assignment that's about it really what was it again uh for me yeah. you gave me toy story 4 oh that's right yeah. which one the oscar which for one, the best uh, best animated yeah. feature Yay. yeah what were your thoughts oh um i really enjoyed it with this movie if the toy stories could be uh, defined their various ways um this one is about uh what do you do when you retire mm. what do you do when the kids are out of the house like and you you don't know what your job is anymore like for years, your job has been this one thing, and you're great at your job. What happens when that's not available for you anymore? You know, um, and that's what Woody is facing in this yeah. one. How do you find your purpose again? Yeah, yeah. Um, he was the top toy of Andy, of course. Uh, Andy gets his toys. Um, what's the young girl's name? Forget her name. Uh, bu- mm. He gives it to the young girl. <laughs> yep. Um, I'll look it up. Keep talking. And you know, he's not. Sh- her top toy bonnie bonnie he gives her to bonnie and he's not bonnie's top toy just that's just the way it is mm. he's just a toy that she has and woody kind of can't jive with that mm. not that he's mad about it right he just says like i don't really know what to, to do like you know i just i'm, I'm ha- happy to help happy to be here mm. but i don't know how to really apply my skills to this scenario anymore um so you see the discomfort in him um she he kind of does his thing goes to school with her one day helps her through a tough time and helps her make a forky toy a fork toy don't, which becomes don't forky. Go into too much detail. not too much detail but things spring from there when mm. forky gets lost um but i loved it it was really good it was really sad um yeah. really great music by rainy newman um really great uh visual effects uh the opening scene in the rain right was like really well done the rain is so great it was really good um i love the way it looked mm. um i keanu reeves was awesome everyone was talking about keanu reeves it was a fun uh, in heist. This movie. um yeah these are the best heist movies available fuck any oceans movie you ever seen <laughs> sandra bullock george clooney i don't care who you got these are way better than those yeah. watch them try to get something back <laughs> and it's well planned it's great it's well executed getting things done by the, the skin of their teeth yeah like it is these are amazing heist movies every one of them and they're so creative because it's what do toys use to be able to do this because it's all on such a smaller yes, scale their perspective stuff. is di- sometimes a giant scale because yeah. their perspective is just way different than it's ours so creative and great and i loved bo peep yeah she was fantastic I, I watched the the short uh that just came out recently for her too oh uh, i didn't see that's it. on disney plus um yeah, just her side of the story, oh, like how'd awesome. she get here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like five minutes long. It's really oh, fun. I'll have to watch it. Um, in addition to that, Christina Hendricks plays like the quote-unquote bad guy. Um, 
Oh, she does? Yeah, she's really oh, creepy. Oh, that's her voice? Yeah. Oh, I did not recognize it. She's really creepy and really good and nice. really sad. Like, very... It is. You really... It's heartbreaking. It's what kind of Woody used to be-ish mm-hmm. when he got... When he kind of really lost it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Then the dummies. Jesus Christ, they're terrifying. That's the thing. It's like a weird... There's like a part horror movie that's part heist movie, but it's also like a friend movie <laughs> it's a beautiful blending of genres yeah uh, the only thing i lament is that i wish woody and buzz together yeah. had more screen time yeah um and you get like a different to me at the end of this it feels like a different dynamic to that whole relationship oh yeah I was like, oh i thought you guys were best friends like no you guys are amazing co-workers you guys are <laughs> you guys are work husbands yeah. and it's like fantastic yeah like um and yeah then that movie ends in a very bittersweet way totally um and it opens it up for more possibilities in the toy story universe yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is kind of what it, what it is at this there point there are no dummies yeah um and personally i think what i want to see is like a an or not an origin but like a prequel of like woody as like the new toy i'm sure they will do that like i'm sure they'll go back and do that with like tom hanks's brother who does all of the woody voices <laughs> for anything not a movie <laughs> i mean would that be interesting though i mean i'm curious like because he even says in the movie like i was around the, since the 50s so like what is what is that like but if it was an animated film i 100 percent see what you're saying but an animated film so it's four kids but it's set in the 50s you know that that's a different look and everything. And I don't know if you would, it be, might be difficult to get kids to go to a theater to see. Why would it be a different look? Like, cause it's a different time period. It just, the architecture would be different. You could absolutely like sh- make everything look the same way that it does. Oh, sorry. I think you're <coughs> misinterpreting what I'm saying. When I say, look, just like the setting and everything, like mm-hmm. it's going to be people in poodle skirts and like shit like that. Like, Oh, I don't think uh, kids even care about that. Like, I think that's a totally a negligible thing for me at least. And okay. I think even for a kid, like, I don't know. I don't know that they would find it particularly interesting. And again, this movie wasn't for kids. <laughs> this movie was for everyone, kind of. Like, I think that these movies hit on a very big scale because they've been doing it for 25 years at this point. Mm. Since 96. I think it's something that, I don't know. I don't know. Again, I don't work at Pixar. Who gives a fuck what I think? <laughs> um, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. Because I personally don't find him particularly interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't find Buzz particularly interesting. I don't find I maybe it's just me being sexist, but I found Bo Peep's story much more interesting. I feel like we've been through Buzz and Woody's story enough. I'm just like I'm. Maybe it's less about the time period, more just like I'm good with the story on those guys. Mm-hmm. I, Fair enough. They've had like four movies. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I know them well enough. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm sure they'll leave it open, though, to something else. I'm sure. Yeah, the way it's it ends... too much of a moneymaker not to. A lot of things can happen. Yeah. Like... Or, like, carnival toys and whatever. <laughs> oh, did you like um, Key and Peele? Yeah, they were fantastic. They're I really love their, like, running gag of just, like, the with the owner of the store. Because <laughs> <laughs> they kept spacing it out so much. Uh, it made me laugh till I was, like, dizzy. Yeah. Um, it They're was really, really good. They were really funny. Um... Yeah, like great voices overall, uh, and yeah, they they spent a lot of time introducing new characters, mm. which was great. Um, and we didn't spend a huge amount of time with the old toys, which was fine. Yeah, yeah, you didn't you didn't need to. 
Totally. I loved, I really loved that Woody gave Jesse his uh, badge at the end. I know. That was really nice. It was so sweet. And Jesse's hair looked amazing. Like, it looked oh, like I didn't that's really yarn. Like, hey, <laughs> that's, her hair is yarn. It's amazing. Like, I didn't know that before. Yeah, it's, I feel like if you were to watch, because the original one still looks great, but I'm sure there are huge differences just between that one Absolutely. and this one. And I thought, I remember thinking that first one looked amazing when it came out. Um, oh, yeah. I'll have to watch Toy Story 4 again. It's so great. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah. Um, I watched Young Adults, mm-hmm. and I had started to watch this movie years ago. Mm-hmm. I can't remember when it came out. Like Do you remember? 2011, I think. So I watched it, presumably around then. Um, so I was in my like mid 20s. Mm-hmm. We're very different people in our mid 20s. Yeah, yeah, we are. And so at that point, I really, not that you're supposed to like her, but I really couldn't stand Charlize Theron's character. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, oh, I don't want to watch this movie about this terrible person. And then watching it again. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not that I liked her, but you, she's complicated. And I understand kind of, I'm much more empathetic to her. Yeah. In her frustrations and being, and she, she peaked in high school. And not that I definitely was not one of those people, um, but she's kind of what you, if there were ever any bullies or people at high school who you really didn't like, it's what you hope that they kind of go on to of just like, oh yeah, now you're miserable as an adult because uh-huh. you're shallow or whatever. Um, but she's someone who clearly needs a lot of help. And oh, yeah. she, with the few times that she reaches out for it, it is swatted back to her and nobody really wants to help her because she, she was an asshole. The history of being shitty. Yeah. You learn why it doesn't, uh, it explains why it doesn't, it's not an excuse for why she is, but it explains why she's like that. Um, so it was really just a heartbreaking, um, uh, kind of perform. She was wonderful. But it was just heartbreaking to watch someone really spiral more mm. and more. Um, yeah, being home was not good for her. Oh at God, all. no! And so you understand her frustration, but also she's an asshole. And then um, Patton Oswalt was really great, and um, he calls her out on shit. She calls him out on shit, and they're both right. Mm-hmm. Um, but they kind of came to the same place in a very different way. Um, Patrick Wilson was very handsome um, <laughs> and really great in it. That was at the time Patrick Wilson was in everything. He had like a really? new movie. It felt like he had a new movie every three months or something like that. Hmm. I just saw him in a lot of things back then. Um, so yeah, I I don't know that I enjoyed it, but I did very much appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, this is a movie that it was good that I waited till now to watch it because it would have been wasted on me eight years ago. But now I'm just like, oh, I see all of this now. <laughs> I've experienced some of it. I've seen other people experience it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a much more uh, interesting psychological dive because it feels like we've seen these scenarios play out mm. you know in real life to some degree maybe not as extremely 
but it's like mm, yeah, yeah like or like aren't we ourselves have like done this like bad behavior which is like yep that's not i this is someone in a not good place who needs to move on and um just I find myself sometimes looking down on people who have stayed in the same small town that they grew up on and have what I very condescendingly consider like a small life, but also it's a perfectly fine life. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you're happy, then that's great. The ending was not quite what I expected to be, which I was happy about in that she kind of learns her lesson, but not quite. Which is kind of human and real. That's the thing. It felt so much more real. Her character felt real. Um, her reactions to things felt real. How she looked, I mean, aside from being gorgeous, but like they actually did. I hate, aside from hair ties, I hate when act, it's usually actresses waking up from bed. They have a freaking like eyeshadow and lipstick on. And their lips are all shining because they have lipstick and lip gloss on. Like That's not how people wake up looking. No. They look... Like her when, well, I wish I looked like her when she woke up. That would mm. be amazing. But like they have bags under their eyes. Their hair is messy. Like they look like they probably don't smell great. <laughs> like she is a little bit of a mess. <laughs> and that's what humans look like. So it felt much more rooted in reality. Fair. Um, much more than a lot of movies. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess I enjoyed it. <laughs> okay. I appreciate it very much. Okay. Which yeah. is I guess not something that I get to do that often with movies, you know, just mm-hmm. like you know, I didn't really like it because it made me uncomfortable, but I appreciate it. It was cringy mm-hmm. and I so I have trouble with cringy. Because she's not getting out of her own way. Nope, and you know it's only gonna get worse mm-hmm. as that movie continues. Um so it was tough to watch. If you're an empathetic person, I think it's a difficult thing to watch because you're like, oh, no. Um, well, if you stop now, this yeah. can be okay. Yeah, just go but home. she's not going just to. Go um, so that's why it's not that I didn't enjoy it. It's just like, oh, no, this, yeah. is a, this is a tough watch, girl. Yeah. Um, so it was an excellent recommendation, Jason. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank yes, you. yes, yes. Um, I've got something for you for next time. Give it to me. Um, it's, it's finally on Netflix. Um, I don't know if it was there before, but it's there now. I really enjoy this movie. I think mm. it's so damn funny. Mm. Um, the other guys uh, with Mark oh, Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg yeah. and uh, Will Ferrell. I've, uh, maybe I've just seen clips of it. Um, it is painfully funny. I think it, it's very underrated. Yeah. Um, In like the Will Ferrell canon, you don't hear it mentioned hardly at all. I don't think anyone ever mentions it. They made one of these with made two daddy's homes. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, that's really funny but uh, it is Adam McKay really dipping his toe into like hey big business is doing terrible things and we need to talk about it and this is like his first foray into that in a motion picture interesting and it's like oh yeah I get how this guy makes a big short Mm -hmm. and it still manages to be cripplingly funny awesome every minute (laughs) amazing I'm excited so yes that is my uh, ask of you okay for next time I'm going to give you my BritBox login. Okay. <laughs> there is. Um, it's called. No. Oh, it's called London Road. Take myself to the London Road. <laughs> it has Olivia Coleman. Ooh, I like her. Tom Hardy. I like him. It's a thriller. Ooh. 
musical. Huh? Exactly. <laughs> I haven't watched it. This is for you to tell me about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mhm. 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 Thriller. Musical. <laughs> yep. When Ever. was it from? It, uh, 2015. Not that long ago, Jason. Like, these are both made established people by this point. Yes. I feel like Tom Hardy has this whole list of stuff that he just does in Britain that like the world doesn't get to he see. He does not tell large. anybody about it. He doesn't tell his wife. He doesn't tell his mother. <laughs> he tells no one. He's just like, yeah, I'm going to make another for Batman. four weeks. Yep. <laughs> where, where were you? You seem lighter and happier. Don't ask Don't questions. ask. Just ch- cash this check. Don't ever ask any questions about my business, which is public and acting. <laughs> his wife just has to constantly check his IMDb. <laughs> she doesn't know where her husband's been, but she's casting those, casting those checks. <laughs> He's been singing with Olivia <laughs> Coleman. Who knew? Not me. Not his wife. <laughs> I'm excited. Please tell me everything. Okay. Because I feel like, even though you're not someone who usually goes for musical, I think you might secretly like musicals, Jason. <sighs> Get ready for a British thriller musical. <laughs> not since Ever? The Phantom of the Opera? I don't know. That wasn't British. It's set in Britain? I don't know things about music. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, I guess, because... Uh, Sweeney Todd. Sweet, not since Sweeney Todd. That's <laughs> in a thriller musical. And that's more of like a Britain. horror musical? It is a horror musical. Has there ever been a thriller musical? Because, Jason, um, there's a serial killer in Ipswich. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is everything. I'm very curious. I'm very Same. Curious. It seems to be set in a certain period. Um, I'm very, I want to know what the budget is. I want to know what the sets look like. Like, <laughs> I don't know what Tom Hardy's singing voice is like. It'd be hilarious if he just sounded like Bane. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's the voice of an angel? <laughs> and he's just been hiding it from America. Because also, like, the picture of him, it looks like, like, if you told me this is Tom Hardy from, like, 10 or 12 years ago, I'd be like, yeah, of course. This does not look like Tom Hardy from five years ago. I'm not even going to show you the picture. I'm, I really wanted to see it, but you I guess I'll see it when I watch it. have to watch it. All right. Jesus Christ. I'm curious. Yeah. Excited. Me too. I'm excited. <laughs> well, listener, thank you for joining us on this adventure through film and television and our opinions and our ups and our downs. My heart. <laughs> our desires. So many men. <laughs> so many handsome men and mm. well-dressed handsome men. I'm coming for you, Timothy Chalamet, in like <laughs> five to ten years. You've been called out, Chalamet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Prepare yourself. Sersha, get away from him. <laughs> get out of here, Sersha. He's mine. Better roll on. I want those cheekbones. <laughs> God. Uh, to all listeners, Timothy Chalamet, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye.